Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production, available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Okay, this is just a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please, please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The company that has been offering you great rates and great service for 75 years, it's Geico. I've been using them for a long time myself. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. No recordings. The company, Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers, but I've been a fan and a customer of Geico for a long time. And in five, four, three, two, one, I'm out. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. This is Dan Patrick. Hour two on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Keep those calendars coming. Self-addressed stamped envelopes. Mario loves going to the post office. We are so happy to sign these calendars. And we got a new shipment in yesterday. Probably 30 calendars for us to sign and send them out. I think we've signed close to 100 of these calendars so far. But self-addressed stamped envelopes. And Mario can't wait to go to the post office to pick up the next batch. Yes, McLovin. I'm not sure you've been in the back room in five minutes. There's 300 of them right there. We had to get another side room going. <laughs> Little Mario gets so sad when I go back there because, you know, the mail comes in at like, you know, 10 in the morning and he'll be like, I got more calendars. I said, hey, you're the one that questioned our popularity. He thought it was funny that we only got a couple of them. And I said, that was like day two when I said, send them in and we'll sign it. He goes, we got them coming from Australia and there's one from Israel and they, somebody wants you to sign a baseball. I said, yeah, they're fans. That's what happens. You know, they invest in us, we invest in them. It's called reciprocation. It's called love, Mario. Yes, Paulie. I like when people, though, send in heavy, bulky home goods for us to sign <laughs> and Mario's got to package them and send them back. People say, hey, this is my iron. Here's an iron I want you to sign. I got a sledgehammer that's been in my family for years. It's a great anvil I have. <laughs> Once again, self-addressed stamped envelopes, and we'll be more than happy to send those out to you. We also have the Traeger holiday songs, and we'll give out a Traeger grill after Christmas, and then we'll start our Meat Madness. We'll do what we did last year. We're going to vote on the best song, the best holiday song, and we'll hand out the Traeger Grill. Once we do the Meat Madness and we do the Final Fork, those songs, the audience will be voting on that because we'll have our brackets there, just like we did last year. If you want to send in an ornament, I'm more than happy to get an ornament here, put it on the tree. Mario loves getting Christmas ornaments, so if you want to have one, we will once again remind you, um, sexual innuendo, reference, those kind of things. While they're cute, interesting, we can't hang those on the tree. And we will hand out uh, calendars. We'll send out calendars to the five best ornaments that we get in time for Christmas. So address is on the website. You can go there. All the uh, gifts that we have, we have the T-shirts there. We have the T-shirt with uh, old-time hockey with my picture on there with uh, missing a tooth. All of those things can be sent out in time for the holidays as we spread our holiday cheer. 
Uh, Gang's all here. Seton is back from Dublin, and he brought back a gift. He brought back an accent. What are you talking about, Danny? (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever get into a situation, though, where you just didn't know, or you pick out like one every four words that you understand? Well, a lot of uh, conversations with like taxi drivers and things like that, and they're like, "Ah, you been to this or this or here?" And yeah, I'm like, "Uh," (laughs) just sort of nervously left. And they're speaking English, and you're still not quite sure. That's the thing. You're going, I, I don't know what he said. Yeah. You know, or they'll have a reference. There's an expression where they'll say, they'll give you directions, on straight. And, and I, I didn't know what on straight meant because I was trying to get to Old Head to play golf. And I run into this guy, and I said, look, we're looking to get to Old Head. He goes, oh, you go on straight, and then you're and then on straight, and, and I kept thinking. The guy keeps reminding me that he's straight. I'm straight, and I'm thinking, wait, what are you? Are you what is on straight? And he goes on straight, and I go to go straight. He goes, yeah, like he's looking at me like I'm crazy. So there's certain expressions where you go like good crack or crack. That's a good time. But not the good time you might think, but good crack is, you know, like a meal can be good crack or conversation. Good crack. Nice beer. Good crack. Yes. Seaton. We went past this one golf course, uh, like La Hinge or something La like Hinge. that. La Hinge. Holy smoke. There wasn't a flat lie in the entire place. You could yeah. see a whole bunch of things. It was nothing but mini hills yeah. all over the place. So when you hear the undulation, it gave me a whole new perspective on what that was because it if you're not hitting... Perfect shots every time you're screwed. Yeah. Lahinch is a uh, famous golf course. Holy smokes. And, and very difficult. Yeah, got a chance to play them. All right. Uh, welcome to the program. McLevin, did we settle on a poll question first down? Yeah, I put up who is coming Ooh. out of the NFC and representing them in the Super Bowl. Choices, Cowboys, Packers, mm. Vikings, Saints, Seahawks, and 49ers. Seahawks somehow winning this. <laughs> <laughs> it got to be a little recency I'm going to guess that's recency bias. Or maybe I will... not. I don't know. Saints, too. Yeah. You know, the Saints have been kind of quiet this year. And I think that's a good thing. Because last year, you know, I certainly trumpeted, you know, their horn that they were going to go to the Super Bowl, and and they should have. But this year, it feels like we're, you know, we're following the Niners, because that's the new thing. Uh, Seattle is not going away. Dallas has been a disappointment, but somebody's got to win that division. Uh, you know, the, the Packers, the Packers have been a little bit quiet, too. After, you know, they got humbled by the 49ers and then came back home and, and roughed up the Giants. But it, it feels like the Saints and Packers are just sort of, they're just waiting. Yeah, McLovin. I don't understand this. The Niners play the Saints. It's mm-hmm. at 1 o'clock Eastern. Yeah. First of all, the Niners have to play two 1 o'clock Eastern games in a row. Why? Yeah. And that's clearly the game of the week. What, and- what is the 4 o'clock game? Uh, I'll check. But yeah. the next week, the Saints are on uh, Monday night, by the way. But that seems like that's got to be the game, one of the games of the year. Yes. Yeah, I would think so. But I don't know what the uh, 4.30 game is on CBS or Fox. Yeah, Paul. Do you think that people, uh, maybe not just on this poll, but are a little iffy to go all in on the Niners because of Garoppolo? It, it seems like he's the most average part of his team. He's not bad. He just, I don't know, he doesn't seem like he could do it if the other side of the ball can't. But they have also, they, they do what Minnesota doesn't do. They will win a game when Garoppolo doesn't play well. And, and that's the difference sometimes. Because when you get to late in the season or in the postseason, you may have a game where the quarterback is just a dud. 
But can the defense, can other parts of the offense pick up for that quarterback? Minnesota doesn't do that. Kirk Cousins didn't play badly last night. But they didn't run the ball. And you let Russell Wilson, you know, they beat you on a couple plays. But I really think Seattle just warmed down. Seattle ran the football, you know, rushing for 200 yards there. And you tire them out in the first half. They couldn't get off the field. And, you know, Seattle wore them down. And Seattle doesn't have glamour players. You know, Russell Wilson will finish in the top two or three for MVP, and rightfully so. The wide receiving core, kind of nondescript, although they made some big plays last night. You still have Bobby Wagner and K.J. Wright, and you have Jadavian Clowney. So the defense is still, but by comparison, it's not the Legion of Boom. Pete Carroll's still there, but to me it comes down to Russell Wilson. That ability to win a game. Because they're winning games by eight points or less. So nine of their ten wins are by eight points or less. To me, that comes down to certainly quarterback play and coaching as well. And I think Russell Wilson is as good, if not better, than anybody else when it comes to winning a close game. Tom Brady uh, had his uh, weekly appearance on WEEI, the radio show that he uh, gets paid to be on. And... uh, He talked about the expectations for this team. Like, what are the expectations for the Patriots? Even though we look at them as a Super Bowl contender, they don't feel like that right now. Here's Brady on WEEI. We're not 2-10. and We're 10-2. and And I know there's very high expectations, as there are for us. And I think there's just the expectations for our team often are, you know, a very, very, very high level. And I understand that. But at the same time, I think there's realistic realistic expectations with our circumstances and incorporating different elements and players and injuries. And again, we're just trying to do the best that we can do. Yeah, he's frustrated because he can yell at his wide receivers. That doesn't make them faster. I mean, Tom Brady is pretty powerful and mentally tough. But I don't think you can yell at your receivers and all of a sudden they're going to get faster here. They got one weapon, and that weapon is Julian Edelman. I, I still believe uh, James White is going to be featured more here. Once, once you get to the playoffs, that's where I think you're going to get a, a, a large dose of James White because I, I, I just think he is he's sort of the secret, not-so-secret weapon for this team. But the defense, is, you know, the defense has won some games where Brady hasn't played that well. And you're going to have special teams. You know, this is what New England does. They sort of cobble together a game plan. And it can change from one quarter to the next, one half to the next, one game to the next. And they do it better than anybody. So before I do the, oh, woe is me, Tom Brady, this is still New England. And yes, the expectations are high. Because why wouldn't they be? We expect them to be in the Super Bowl conversation every year. And they won the Super Bowl last year. Uh, by the way, I uh, roughed up Freddie Kitchens in the Browns yesterday, and I think Freddie's finally come around to saying, you know, that probably wasn't the best thing wearing the T-shirt. Here's uh, Freddie Kitchens, the Browns head coach. If that's what they take as motivation, of course I'm disappointed. But I would like to think that I know Mike very well. They're motivated by more than just a T-shirt, okay? You know, we had a lot on the line there for that game. I don't think a T-shirt put them over the top. All right. I mean, it's a fair comment, but I think it was more selfish on his part to wear that T-shirt just because your daughter gave it to you. Think bigger picture here. You know, you want to wear the T-shirt in the locker room and show your team? Okay. But 
you you're a head coach. You're a professional coach. Act that way. And I think that's been part of the problem with this team. They don't act professional all the time. And I don't think Pittsburgh started this. And if they did, they ended it. Oh, now move on and try to hold on to your job if you can. We were talking about MVP candidates, and I said, you know, even though Russell Wilson played well last night and they got the win, it's still Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have beaten the Seahawks, Patriots, Texans, Niners. Those teams are now 37-9 and combined record. That's how you win an MVP. You win the games against good competition, and Lamar Jackson has uh, certainly done that. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to our radio and TV partners around the country. I'm looking at the NFL draft. The draft order as of week 14, the Bengals at 1-11, Giants 2-10, Redskins, Dolphins, Falcons at 3-9, the Lions 3-8-1, Cardinals 3-8-1, Jags 4-8, Jets 4-8, Chargers. Four and eight. If you're going to handicap this, you know, the Dolphins have the Jets, Giants, and Bengals. It might be tough for them to lose like two or three against those two or those three teams. And if you're the Bengals or the Giants, like if you're the Giants and you got the number one pick, you take Chase Young, right? You don't need a quarterback. Bengals, I would still go with Chase Young over Joe Burrow. Or I would trade down. Redskins at 3-9. and nine. Redskins would take Chase Young. Now, I'm assuming, and Chase Young is from that area, the Washington, D.C. area. Dolphins at 3-9. and nine. The Falcons are 3-9. and nine. And then the Lions, you know, and Cardinals at 3-8-1. Uh, but... You know, you start to look at that mock draft. And I did talk to uh, NFL Scout last night, and I said, you know, what do you think of uh, Tua? And he said, you know, I still, I still love what I see because I do think that he has some – and the Scout was listening yesterday when Gary Danielson talked about uh, Tua's spatial awareness, like something that you can't teach. He has like an innate ability to see openings when others don't see openings. And he said – as long as he checks out health-wise. And he said, you know, you keep saying that the combine is not that important. It's really important for us because we get medical results. That's what we want. We want to know how healthy you are. You know, their drug test. We, we already know the playing ability. We can see the film. You know, we want to see, you know, how tall you really are. Uh, and, and we want to see the medicals. That's really important. And he said, if the medicals check out, then to a, in, in his opinion is going to be a top five pick. Yeah, McLeod. If the Dolphins take Tua and come at us next year with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tua Tungavailoa quarterback, I'm a Dolphins fan. How can you not like that combo? <laughs> Old and young? I don't know. It's just, it would be so weird. Because you'd have to sit him, right? You can't expect him to start week one. No, I wouldn't. But I don't know how it, it you know, nowadays it's like, get out there. Well, I don't know. I Paulie's looking at me like, why? I mean, and, that hip injury, was, a dislocated hip seems pretty bad. They said he's going to be cleared by March if all goes well. They're not going to put him out there if he's not cleared. Also, will he be able to work all offseason? Well, it's, it's a long way to go. I mean, we're, we're just starting December. 
Right. But to start week one as a rookie, you would think you need a real heavy offseason of learning a system and everything. I would think it seems to me that it's a long time. Yeah, but I don't think he has a system like Lamar, you know, Lamar Jackson had or Kyler Murray had or Cam Newton had that you go, boy, we got to bring that system in. Tua is a pocket passer. You know, he's he's got some mobility, but he's a he's a pocket passer. I mean, there's back 10 years ago, even healthy, you wouldn't have wanted to start in week one. So I feel like it's just the modern trend to start these guys immediately. Well, you want to start them because you want to get in on that five-year contract. And that way you have your starter and you're not paying them an inordinate amount of money at that position. That's how you build a championship team. Yeah, Paul. I, I like this. There's this website, Tankathon. It shows all the, the current standings for the draft. And Miami traded... Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick to Pittsburgh, and they got their first round pick a, a month a month and a half ago. No. Pittsburgh's pick that went to Miami was going to be the seventh pick of the draft. Now it's the twenty second pick of the draft. Yeah, that's a big difference for Miami. I mean, I'm sure they're happy with their trade, but that one Pittsburgh's run was unexpected. But that goes back to when I told you at the time, like, why would Pittsburgh trade Minka Fitzpatrick? And this is when Ben went down, and I was told because they really believed in Mason Rudolph. Now. I don't know if they really believe in him now, but at the time, they believed that they weren't going to dip that much. That you still had weapons, the defense is good, and you know they thought that the division was there for the taking. They didn't. Re- I don't think they realized the Ravens were going to be this good. I don't think they thought the Browns were going to be this bad, and they knew the Bengals were probably going to be bad. But from what I was told, they made that deal, and they thought, boy, we can get him. And so what if we give up a late first round pick? We're getting a guy who's going to go to the Pro Bowl this year. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, they got a top five draft pick for a a 22nd pick in the draft right now. Yeah. That's a value. Yeah. And I think there were people in Miami down on Minka Fitzpatrick that he didn't perform the way they thought he would or a top five draft pick would. But, you know, he was playing with the Dolphins. So, you know, got with Pittsburgh. That's a good defense. And, oh, okay. He's still a safety at the end of the day. Okay, is he making plays? He's making a ton of plays. Is Balls he- are bouncing out of the sky into his hands left and right. I don't know how it's happening. But still, I still think it, it was it, – obviously, it looks like it's a great trade, but still, at the end of the day, did they really need to give up their first round? They've, they're going to be sitting there in the first round, probably the, with the 20 pick, with oh. no, no pick. Okay. But, but if you know that somebody's going to pan out and they're going to be an all-pro – like, don't wouldn't you sign up for that? Is he definitely an All Pro? I'm gonna guess he'll be an All Pro this year. Yeah, but he's a he'll safety. be a Pro Bowl. He'll be a Pro Bowl player. He's a safety. Okay, but he's a Pro Bowl player. It's. I mean, it, it worked out great at the time. I thought it was the dumbest trade I've ever seen in my life because I thought it was gonna be the number seven. Pick. Oh, I know. But I still don't think are they gonna make the playoffs? They're seven and five. They have to get in the wild card. Yeah. Now they're competing with the Titans, aren't they? My Titans. Yeah, Paul. McLovin is chronically down on the safety position. He always has I been. Know. Like Grant Delpit, the LSU safety, a lot of people think he's the biggest sure thing in the draft as far as he's going to be a great NFL player. But he does play the safety position, so he'll probably go with the eighth pick. Instead as long of- as he doesn't have to ever cover anybody, he'll be fine. Because he's totally a linebacker playing safety. <laughs> I'm t- well, look, look at the draft. Safeties fall. I mean, Derwin James is probably the best player in that draft. He went 17. Minka went 11. Like, these guys don't Yeah, but Derwin James was, was legit. Right, but like, he, he was really the, good. NFL teams just don't want safeties that high. They, I don't know when the last safety... Jamal Adams was six, he's, and he's amazing. But 
Is it translating to wins? I would be drafting defensive linemen. That's that's like interior interior linemen. If I can get that, that's a trend. Interior linemen and and pass rushers still. Both those guys are going high. Yeah, but I I just think the new NFL is that the offensive linemen aren't very good. How many teams are they struggle because of their offensive line? If I can get pressure up the middle, if I can get my hands up because. You're watching Russell Wilson last night, or even watching Brady. They're so fast at getting that ball out. You know, it's it's two seconds or less. And if I get somebody who can have some pressure, get their hands up and make it a little bit tougher for these quarterbacks, I think that's the way to go. Because your edge rushers aren't getting as many opportunities, I don't think. Because those quarterbacks aren't staying in the pocket that long, or they're not, th- you know, they're not waiting to throw the ball. With the Boses, probably they not they also blow up the run. Maybe like Clowney was blowing up the run more last night than getting to the quarterback. I noticed. Yeah, they're like kind of linebacker ends. All right, we'll take a break. The uh, situation with uh, an NFL player gambling and what it means, and is there a bigger picture here? We'll uh, talk about that story coming up. It's twenty one after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Support for the Dan Patrick Show podcast comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Home is so much more than a house. It's your own little slice of heaven. That's why when you find the perfect place for you and your family, getting a mortgage shouldn't get in the way. Imagine how it feels to have an award-winning team by our side through every step of this process. It's awesome. Exactly what you get with Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Their team of mortgage experts obsessed with finding a better way, which means that their number one goal, make home buying process smoother for you. With industry-leading online lending technology developed in the heart of Detroit, Rocket Mortgage is changing the game. It's an award-winning client service and support every step of the way. Quicken Loans has helped millions of Americans achieve their dream of home ownership, and they're going to help you. Visit rocketmortgage.com slash Jan. Take the first step toward the home of your dreams. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Push button. Get mortgage. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. The internet has changed. So should the way you bank. PNC Virtual Wallet for Digital Banking. It's time for a change. Now through March 31st, earn up to $300 when you open and use a select new virtual wallet product. Simply establish a qualifying direct deposit. To learn more, visit a branch or pnc.com slash checking offer. PNC Bank. Make today the day. Visa is a registered trademark of Visa International Service Association and is used under license. PNC Bank National Association. Member FDIC. Wow, I just got a Christmas gift from Seton. Back from Ireland, and he went to uh, the Jameson Distillery, and he got me uh, a special bottle. And instead of putting En Fuego on it, he had EW Fuego. Like, ooh, Fuego. <laughs> Not, I wish I could say that was on purpose. <laughs> but <laughs> That looks like it's Gaelic for En Fuego. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, fue- that's what it is. Uh, fue- yeah. uh, fuego. Right. Yeah. Right. So the Jameson Distillery Edition, and it's very nice. I was a couple tastes of whiskey in at that point, and I think I messed that one up, but the uh, thought was there. Yeah. It's and triple distilled. 
Did you go to the Guinness Brewery? Oh yeah, I did. That's, that's a nice a, tour. It's like Disney World. Yeah, yeah, it is. That that's and it and it's so clean and fresh. It they make Guinness look like it. You gotta have like it's so refreshing. Like oh, this will be the best beer I've ever had. Yeah, fairly accurate. Yeah, but it's it's pretty good. That's a pretty good tour there. Um, all right, McLevin, you got an update on our poll question? Yeah, who's coming out of the NFC? It's the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Oh, okay. Followed by the Saints. Very close. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, great beverages, Golden Road Brewing. It's December, and if you're having a Christmas party, by the way, beer is available in all 50 states. I saw Mango Cart in the store. I saw Wolf Pup Session IPA in the store. You can get it. It's uh, California-inspired Golden Road Brewing fresh craft beer since 2011. And you'll love uh, the, uh, the sessionability. Did you know that that was an, uh, a word describing beer? Oh, yeah. Like a session beer? Sessionability of Wolf Pup IPA, perfect for the holiday uh, parties. Mango Cart pairs well with your holiday favorites as well. You uh, will love Golden Road. We do. Brewing fresh craft beer since 2011. All right. Uh, some information on uh, what happened in uh, Seattle. Chris Peterson has decided to step down at uh, Washington. And uh, apparently those in the know were not surprised at this. I think the rest of the country was, college football-wise, because his team was playing well. They're one of those perennial top 10, sometimes top 5. They played in the Final Four a couple of years ago. He had that unbelievable uh, career at Boise State as well. But he has decided to step down. And uh, for those around the program, it felt like that he was setting up uh, his defensive coordinator, Jimmy Lake, to take over for him because he was offered the Alabama defensive coordinator job and it didn't take it. And maybe that uh, there was something going on, that there was an agreement that if Chris stepped down or when he stepped down, that his uh, assistant coach, Jimmy Lake, would take over for him. Um, and whether this is true or not, whether it comes out or not, uh, you know, did Chris Peterson just fall out of love with coaching and with what's going on with college, with uh, big business, uh, you know, who's above board, who's not? Uh, that might have played a, uh, a part in this that Chris Peterson decided that he was going to uh, step down. I think there's a press conference today. I don't know if that comes up in this, but um, that he's not the first, if that's the case, that just says, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm disillusioned with this, with college football right now. We'll try to get him on and uh, you know ask him about that. I don't know if he'd come clean and say, hey, you know what? We run a clean program, and it's hard to keep up with these other programs, if that's the case. Yes, boy. And as a coach, he's a young guy. He's 55 years old. He, you know, he coached for a long time at Boise and pretty good run at Washington, but I, I think I thought he was older than he was. 55 is very young. But he does, and I know there was a little bit of Twitter chatter last night that well, he's got a connection with the Dallas Cowboys. And wait, Coach Kellen Moore is the uh, yeah offensive coordinator. Yeah, so that's where that came from. Yeah, that seems like a I don't, I don't. Yeah, actually, now that we say, <laughs> it's a good rumor. I, I don't know if Chris stepping down now. Um, you know, does that influence the Dallas Cowboys? I don't think so. Is he the personality for, I mean, from everything you just said, that doesn't sound like a Cowboys personality to me. Well, also with Kellen Moore is like Kellen Moore deserves some of the blame too with this team, with this offense. And and I've, I've said this, that there are so many people who don't like Jason Garrett. 
that when it goes wrong, it's Jason Garrett's fault with the play calling. But when it goes right, they'll single out Kellen Moore. And you're being unfair because you're picking and choosing here. It, it, yes, it falls on Jason Garrett, absolutely. But Kellen Moore is also involved in this, in the process of being the offensive coordinator. But uh, it feels like whenever something goes wrong, that uh, they blame Jason Garrett. You know, another thing that stood out. You have Michael Bennett who gave this pep talk, like this fiery pep talk. And I'm thinking, you guys are 6-6. Six and six. Do you need a pep talk like this? Like, it feels like this is where you're looking for leadership. And maybe Michael Bennett is trying to provide leadership here. But you're 6-6. Six and six. You're really underachieving. You're probably going to cost your coach's job. I... I would assume that you would have... There's a lot of guys making a lot of money on that team. And Dak Prescott is playing for his next contract as well. And where do we stand on that? Like, it, it depends on the week where if Dak has an unbelievable game, it's like, oh, now he's going to get $42 million a year. Or he doesn't have a good game. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are still waiting. They're still waiting to see if uh, they're going to commit to Dak Prescott here. Like, who else are you going to draft? You're going to start over now? Kind of crazy. Coaching odds. Cowboys coaching odds according to Las Vegas. Um, Urban Meyer is your favorite to be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Followed by Josh McDaniels, Lincoln Riley. Uh, I think that's really, those are the main ones. Another one uh, has Josh McDaniels as the favorite. Urban Meyer is the second favorite. I, I just don't see Urban Meyer coaching the Cowboys, even though it's the Cowboys. I mean, I, I would love it. You know, that, that provides content, makes my job a lot easier. But Urban Meyer is, you know, these coaches, they're control freaks. The longer you've been in a job more successful, the more control you get. And then you go there, and you're going to deal with that? I can't imagine Urban Meyer would want somebody looking over his shoulder, holding a press conference, having his own radio show. You know, first guy to get interviewed in the locker room is Jerry. Urban in Cleveland would be interesting. But I would think Lincoln Riley in Cleveland, if you want to coach Baker Mayfield again. Yeah, McClellan. There are some miracle odds. 10,001, Tony <laughs> Romo. That would make, I actually like that. The dude knows what plays everyone's calling. He's yeah, gonna, but he didn't know the plays when he was playing. <laughs> uh, there's Jerry Jones himself, <laughs> Jimmy Johnson, and Barry Switzer at 50,001. Oh, my gosh. Jimmy Johnson, that's a good one. <laughs> that ain't happening. That ain't happening for a variety of now, reasons. How about Jerry Jones himself? <laughs> I, well, it's basically, that's what it is. I mean, it, there's like a puppet government, and, and Jerry wants to be able to be the coach and the GM and uh, the owner. And if he was younger, he'd want to play quarterback as well. All right. Uh, Arizona Cardinals defensive back, Josh Shaw. Not a, not a well-known player, but uh, apparently he was on the IR and made a bet in Las Vegas. He went to the Caesars Sportsbook in Las Vegas. This is November 10th. The Cardinals were playing the Buccaneers. So his teammates were playing the Buccaneers. And Tampa was leading the Cardinals 17-13 at halftime. The Buccaneers were one-point favorites for the second half. 
Josh Shaw in a three-team parlay, he bet against the Arizona Cardinals. So he lost his bet. NFL announced on Friday that Shaw was suspended through at least the 2020 season for betting on NFL games on multiple occasions. The league said its investigation found no evidence that Shaw used inside information to make his bets, nor that any games were compromised. Parlay bets, because they require multiple correct picks, typically have not been associated with point shaving or game-fixing schemes. So he shows up there, and when he's filling out, so you don't carry wads, wads of money, you get a house account. So they give you a credit. You know, if you win, then they credit your account. If you lose, they take it out of your account. They ask what his, his job occupation was. He put professional football player down. I mean, was he wearing his uniform? He can never play in the NFL again. He can't. He can't. Because if you have him play and he's on the field, let's say he drops an interception. You, you, can't, you can't have that with, you, you're trying to have the integrity here with, you know, all of these sports leagues. But, you know, this relationship with Las Vegas, the fact that they are inching closer and closer and closer to having gambling in the stadium. Or does the NFL do its own sports book at some point? Like, just make it above board. Here it is. We're controlling this. But with Josh Shaw, he can never play in the NFL again. Because you can't have that moment where you go, how many times have you watched a game where you go, oh, these officials, oh, they're on the take. The NBA, Tim Donaghy pointing this out as an official. Oh, yeah, you know, this is what was going on. The fix was in here. He was betting on games. Yeah, Paulie. The NFL in their announcement on Friday said that he was uh, being banned for the, this season and next season. Because he, he had bet on multiple occasions. Yeah. This wasn't a one-time thing yep. during their investigation. Yep. He's 27 years old. You get fined, for, you know, suspended for a year and a half. That's basically your career. He's not a high-end player that teams need to have on the roster. They want him to go away. I would say how stupid, but that's obvious. How naive, that's obvious. Like, like you can't even wrap your... The fact that you go in and, and then why not have your cousin or uncle bet for you? Because we assume you got inside information. I would, if I'm around this guy, and I say, why are you betting against your teammates in the second half against Tampa? And he would have a reason. He had to have a reason to do that in the first place. He was betting against his team. He can't play again. And the NFL had to come down hard on him because, look, look how much of all of these leagues is really about gambling. All of these games that you'll find on the league pass, that's about gambling. The red zone, that's gambling. They give you injury updates. They, they find teams if they don't give you injury updates or you've lied about an injury update. They want everything above board. They want complete transparency. They want integrity when it comes to gambling on sports. And you can't have something like this. Yes. Yeah, you know, ironically, he could get thrown out of the league permanently banned, whatever, then go work in the betting industry for like a sports book or something and get ahead of legalized gambling in the NFL and probably make 10 times more than he would have on the field through gambling. If he has good information, though. Yeah. Because the first thing I would say is, how did you screw up the Arizona Cardinal bet? Now, what, what did you base that on? 
Oh, I just love Jameis Winston in the second half. Silly. Crazy. But, man, these leagues are, they're all, this is what they're nervous about. That, that, that's where you bring down a league or that relationship with your fans and the amount of people who bet, because I do think at one point you're going to be able to just go to your phone and place a bet. If you go to a stadium or go to an arena, that they would have a sports book there that's controlled by the league. And however you put money down, when you bet, you have this in, you know, the Premier League. Yes, McLovin. It, so is fantasy football fall under this umbrella too? Is that bad? I know this is an old argument. Is that betting? Like, can a player play fantasy football? Probably not for money. I, hmm, boy, let me choose my words carefully. Um, I know a former player who had a fantasy team and a current player who are, have fantasy teams. But I, but I don't know, you know, if they put up money or there's money at the end, you know, because there, there's some pretty good prize money when it comes to fantasy. Yeah, Paul. It seems like fantasy football will be separate from this because, you know, if, if you had inside knowledge of a team, who you're going to start, injuries and stuff like that, and you, everyone puts in 50 bucks, no one's throwing games to help someone else's fantasy football team. No one's throwing games. But you might give in information to somebody. Right. It's still going to be probably illegal under NFL rules, but I, I can't see a guy dropping an interception to help us. The else. NFL loves to hear from us, Fritzy. Would you ask somebody at the league office, is, is fantasy football, are, are players allowed to be in a fantasy football league? If there's money involved. And most of these fantasy leagues have money involved. Yeah, McLevin. Do you remember Daily Fantasy went to almost a Supreme Court recently debating whether there was skill to it? Yeah. Because if there's skill, then it's allowed. So, there, I mean, fantasy gambling, there's a lot of legal stuff going on here. But now, it, it, why don't they just make sports gambling legal in every state? I was home in Pennsylvania, and everybody was betting down the street. And then I come to New York, and nobody can bet legally. It's kind of weird. Yeah, but this, the players still can't do it, whether it's legal or not. Right. Right. Oh, I was just thinking for our ease. It's just so weird that half the states have it and half don't. Yeah, but it's, you know, everybody looking for, okay, what do I get out of this? Uh, you know, how do you divvy this up? How many places are going to have a sports book? You know, the casinos. I know Connecticut is working on this now where they're looking for legalized, you know, sports. Yeah, everybody, oh, gam- having been a gambler, and it is a disease, you know, I, it, it, it became a disease for me. And my, my personality and gambling did not go hand in hand. Um, and I always caution, you know, my son about, you know, he's in fantasy, but I said, you know, do not place bets. Do not place bets. Because then you chase. You chase constantly. And I did win. But, you know, I, I know what that feeling is like. And I hated it. Everybody has to put some money down. Oh, you got to put money down. I, I, uh, I have a reason to watch uh, Tampa Bay play against uh, Carolina. Uh, I'm going to put a dime down. I did those stupid things. Yeah, Paul. I don't know if that's enough gambling to watch Tampa Bay versus Carolina, even if I had 50 on no, the No, it was. Yeah. yeah. At and the time. It, it got to the point where I didn't even watch the game because I was so nervous. I would bet, and then I would go shoot basketball. I'd go play hoops. And then I'd come back, and I would call that uh, score service. What, what was the... Um, what was that called, Nick? Sports line? Sports, sports phone? line. Sports phone. Yeah, sports. Oh, okay. What's, do you remember the number? God, I called that thing hundreds of times, it felt like. 
just to find out what the score was. Because back then, you didn't have you know all of this cable access. Yeah, for instance. I remember Chuck Cooperstein was one of the big Chuck names. Cooperstein. Chuck Cooperstein. Chuck <laughs> Cooperstein for Sportsphone, and you're getting all these scores. <laughs> all right, we'll take a break here. By the way, I didn't. I, I remember the name Josh Shaw, and then it just dawned on me when Seton sent me a note. Josh Shaw already has a moment where I would have questioned his intelligence. We'll talk about that coming up. This summer, there's only one trusted place that lets you get in on all your favorite sports betting action. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Or text BETNOW to 238-669. That's B-E-T-N-O-W to 238-669 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines this summer. From Major League Baseball to the Women's World Cup and all things U.S. FC. BetOnline.ag has you covered. Visit BetOnline.ag and don't forget to use the promo code PODCAST1. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Hey listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at PodcastOne.com clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. We're going on a shopping spree this afternoon, aren't we? Aren't we going shopping a little bit later on? Do a little bro road trip, a little yeah, bro trip. Yeah, Cabela's. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do a little drive-by there. And there's a Bass Pro Bass Shops Pro. like five minutes from here. See, I grew up as a fisherman, believe it or not. I fished all the time. I, I would go fishing every weekend. And I would go with friends, and we would fish for catfish, bass, smallmouth, largemouth, bluegill. And then I, I got to the point where I just, it was too easy catching fish. And then I started taking up fly fishing. And then I ended up going fly fishing a, a couple of places. I went to British Columbia, which is one of the greatest trips I ever had. But I always, I enjoyed that. Fly fishing became, it, it was, there's an art to it. You know, people watch that Brad Pitt movie, A River Runs Through It. And everybody's like, I'm going to go out and fly fish. And I'm like, oh my God. You know, you get you can't fly fish around trees. You know, gets caught up in the the branches and whatnot. But there is when you're around people who can fly fish and do it well, it's pretty remarkable because they'll see the fish. I can't see the fish, and all of a sudden you see the fish. And then you know, I was with a guy who was you know one of the best fly fishermen in the world. And he goes, "No, no, cast it right there, right there." He goes, "No, hold on, I'll do it." Zip, 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 and then he bring in the uh, uh, the salmon. And I went, okay. But uh, that'd be nice. Maybe I'll get a, that bug again to fly fish. Yeah, Paul. I mean, it'll come out, come out of retirement for archery. Cabela's Ooh. has a lot of archery gear. See, I'd like to call you on your bluff here for being a great archer. I'd like to. It, feel free. Many have. You ought to step to the king. Yeah. No, I know. I'm like Omar. <laughs> you don't want any part of this. I run know. in a zigzag direction away from me. <laughs> as right. I always say. If you run straight, I'm going to light you up. But I want to set up. 
uh, an archery. Hunger Games 4. Yeah. Send, what's her name? <laughs> Send her over. I remember when Paulie said, what, what's the uh, actress's name? Jennifer Lawrence. Paulie goes, yeah, bring her in. Let's go toe-to-toe archery. She's holding the bow correctly. Yeah. I was... Uh, this program brought to you by Mercedes-AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way. The all-new GT four-door coupe, because life is a race. Uh, visit your local dealership for a test drive today. Mercedes-AMG, driving performance. I mentioned Josh Shaw, the Arizona defensive back. He's been suspended for gambling on NFL games. Prior to his senior season, Shaw was suspended by USC. He lied about how he suffered injuries to both his ankles he originally told the team he suffered the injuries while jumping from the second story of an apartment building to save his nephew, who was drowning in the pool. In reality, he suffered the injuries after jumping from the balcony to avoid the police, who had been called by a neighbor after hearing an argument between him and his girlfriend. So, that's Josh Shaw, not playing in the NFL anytime soon. Yes, Paul. I don't know which. I'm not sure which story is worse. You, you got out of that one. You got you got made fun of pretty bad at USC. I remember a few years ago, but he got in the league, played, made a couple bucks, and now his career is just about over because he uh, went to a casino to gamble on the NFL. Oh, the one thing you cannot do, you can do almost anything else and keep a job in the NFL. But you can't put down your occupation as an NFL player. Like, wouldn't that have some alarms that would go off? Yeah, see. Like, this kind of nicely dovetails into the Van Halen, Billie Eilish story, where, like, surely Josh Shaw is aware of who Pete Rose is and what he did. Mm. He made, can he really be like, I didn't? We, wait, we can't bet on our own teams? I didn't know that. I had, had no idea. Like, dude, haven't you ever heard of Pete Rose? Guy got thrown out of baseball forever for doing that. Yeah, but people don't think it'll happen to them. Nobody's going to notice if I'm betting. Professional football player. Yeah. <laughs> Occupation. <laughs> then in parentheses he wrote, it's illegal for me to gamble. I really shouldn't be here. <laughs> but don't tell anyone. Oh, Fritz, you just sent me a sports phone. You know, 1980. Oh, I, I'll talk about this coming up next hour. What's up? Brian Deegan here. I'm excited to bring you our podcast, The Deegans. That will be every Wednesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. We'll be covering many subjects such as racing, family, how we stay together, how we thrive as a family. So I think it's exciting. We're going to cover all those subjects and many more. Be sure you guys check out our new podcast, The Deegans, airing every Wednesday on Podcast One and on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.